We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear one. Thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing Empower Radio and Journey to Center to be a part of your day. I am so honored by your presence in my life. So I've often heard it said and believe it's true that earth is a school. And it seems to me some of our toughest and most painful classes and challenges can be the catalysts for our biggest breakthroughs. And often what can seem to be the worst thing that could possibly happen from the perspective of our egos and human selves can be seen as something positive, important, and a profound opportunity for learning and growth from the perspective of our souls. I know for sure for me, my painful life lesson supported me in opening my mind, expanding my heart, and ushered me in a radically different direction than my human self had planned. And these days, though much of my past was very painful, as I consider my journey in the rearview mirror, I'm so very grateful for the lessons, guidance, and redirection. Today, I'm so happy to be having a conversation with someone who was also redirected in an extremely painful yet in powerful and ultimately empowered way. We are here with Danny McFarland. Danny's a retired decorated deputy sheriff for the Sacramento Sheriff's Department who was nearly killed and permanently disabled in the line of duty. Danny was dragged hanging out of a suspect's car for 115 yards and slammed into a light pole going 70 miles per hour. Danny broke his neck, ruptured and herniated several discs in his neck and back, tore ligaments and tended, obstructed his right vertebral artery, severe nerve damage throughout his body, and much more. Danny was awarded the Bronze Star for Bravery and the Purple Heart. After a decade of no improvement and still suffering from miserable pain, Danny left Western medicine to explore holistic healing and significantly healed his body. This experience was a spiritual awakening that inspired Danny to study holistic healing and earn a master's degree in spiritual psychology. Danny's journey revealed to him that his purpose in life is to stimulate empathy and compassion in the world and is now a successful life coach and supports his clients with a combination of spiritual psychology and clearing blocks and traumas as an energy worker. Danny is also the co-host of an inspirational podcast called Conversations with Friends, which shares inspirational stories from hurt to happiness with Dr. C. Love. Danny has also been surprisingly ushered into a successful career in acting. Danny describes his incredible journey as a process of surrendering the illusion of control and trusting the divine unknowing. So Danny McFarland, thank you, thank you, thank you for saying yes to this conversation today. Yeah, well, thank you, Tammy, for having me on. It really is an honor. I love the messages and the light that you shine. So thank you. Thank you. I um, love your podcast and have listened to it. And if anybody's interested in more detail about his past, fascinating, fascinating stories. Can you just first of all, tell people how they can get a hold of um, your podcast and listen to you and Dr. C. Love? The easiest way to look it up would be on iTunes or Spotify. It's on almost all platforms, but search my name, Danny McFarland, and or Conversations with Friends. Perfect. So, um, yeah, you've gone through a lot of really intense, challenging, and what anyone from our human side of the veil would say, um, painful and maybe, quote unquote, awful stuff. Um, 
I would love to know if you want to just give us a little bit of backstory about that, what your um, big shift and lessons were, but I want to know a little bit about your history before we go into that. Okay. So as far as the history from the time of having my accident, like yes, yeah, going through that part. Okay. So, so after uh, I spent, you know, several years going back and forth uh, with surgeries, I had, had uh, my neck fused and it did not heal. So they had what you call a non-union. I had, um, so I, I continued, whatever it was I was trying to do was not resolving my issues. And I just suffered a miserable, miserable pain every second, every day of my life. It just constantly felt like I was under massive uh, pressure on every joint in my body. Like I was being stabbed by a thousand knives. Like my body was being set on fire. And the the interest, most interesting challenge was up until then, I'd always found ways to get through my challenges in my life through sheer will and determination. Mm-hmm. And really for the first time ever, I was, I uh, was humbled in the sense of I wasn't able to, no matter how hard I tried and how positive I was to get myself through the challenges that I was having. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the so what the opportunities were for me as i discovered later through going through uh many years of these challenges was the way that i was relating to it with myself and in many ways relating to my own manhood and and challenges i had with asking for help i and on a much deeper level was realizing my connection with god mm. And that was, I, up until then, I'd always felt abandoned in a sense by many people or things in my life. And you know what? If it came down to it, I was going to get myself through it no matter what it took. And mm-hmm. one of the most important lessons I learned is that I'm not alone. <laughs> and yeah. and to be able to, to, to ask for help, not just from others, but the, that connection with God and that um, to really have trust in self and trust in God. Danny, it seems to me you were kind of the embodiment of a very independent man. Yes. Uh, through conditioning of life, I had really grown up with, in a sense, that warrior survival mentality. Mm-hmm. And it was weakness to ask for help, that uh, there's ways that I could do things and handle things on my own. I should. and And so... That had, in many ways, served me through other aspects of my life to get me to where I was. Mm-hmm. But at this juncture in my life, it 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 was time for me to shift and grow in a new way. Yeah, I really hear that. I feel like so much of what we experience on planet Earth is about learning to survive. And men as the hunters and gatherers, protectors and providers, it works to a certain point. But if you want to transcend simply surviving and get into thriving, it takes that, um, I don't know, opening of the heart and maybe that that connection to the divine that you're speaking of. Would you agree or would you say that differently? No, I, I really agree with that. And as you were saying that, I was realizing that, you know, as we go through life and we're vibrating at a different frequency, going from the survival mentality. And as we escalate our consciousness and our shifts, it's, it's, it's like honoring how those 
patterns and programs that may have served us in a certain space. But as, mm-hmm. uh, as we evolve and we pull those layers back, we start to recognize that maybe some of those uh, old belief systems, old patterns are no longer serving us or getting the results that we're seeking. Yes. And in my case, that's where I realized there was uh, a, a new version available for myself, new belief systems, and so forth. Mm. I really love what you're saying. You know, I, I see so clearly because we went to the same school, University of Santa Monica with doctors, Ron and Mary Holnick, who I've had on the show a lot. And some of what they talk about and what I know to be true is that we live on a planet of duality, good, bad, right, wrong, masculine, feminine. But if we want to transcend the the um, some of the pain that comes along with duality, we need to ascend in our consciousness, which you have done masterfully and beautifully. You're a, an incredible example of um, just taking the journey of the hero to get to this higher level of consciousness and way of being. And I'm so grateful you had the courage to say yes. And it it uh, I know it was painful. It was challenging, but. Um, it's it's really rather extraordinary extraordinary and inspirational what you've what you've done and what you're doing. Thank you, and you know, bringing up Ron and Mary, I remember sitting in class and sitting there, and they're first talking about there's no right and wrong, good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm and I'm and there's something that's resonating with it. However, being a cop and seeing some of the horrible things that I've seen happen to people and reflecting on circumstances and situations I might've been in, I I just, there was such resistance around that. And there was this awareness that my ego, the judgment, the part of me that was resisting that kept relating to it as though that meant it was justifying or condoning what was happening. Mm. And that's so it was it, when that moment I was consciously aware that's where the resistance was coming from. I was able to go, well, they're not saying it's okay either. <laughs> this is another layer above the right and wrong, above the yes. That's really yes. great. That's an important distinction to be able to um, make. It, and it was in that moment that I really allowed the freedom for me. Because then when it would pop up, I'd, I'd be like, okay, oh, okay, I'm aware of that. I'm, I'm playing in the right and wrong game. This is not what we're talking about. How can I move above that and relate and start to assess and ev- evaluate in a different way? And yeah. it really supported me in moving forward. You know, it's interesting. I was speaking with a friend of mine who's um, one of my spiritual touchstones, and we talked about the archetype of the warrior and the hero, which you seem to embody in pretty significant ways. I think we all have dictating archetypes and subpersonalities. You're an athlete, you're a cop, you're the hero, you're the warrior. And um, there is a graduation that occurs in consciousness when we're ready for it. And it's to become the, um, it's to become the uh, diplomat, to become the diplomat, to go from warrior to diplomat. And it seems to me you're, um, traversing and transcending a lot of transcending a lot of the um the duality of good cop victim or perpetrator um good guy bad guy winner loser so i'd like you to talk a little bit more about your perspective about that great could you describe the diplomat archetype for me briefly it is the one that is trying to bridge the worlds 
and to up-level in consciousness where we can all cooperate and learn and expand and grow. And you've used the, some of those words as you've, um, yeah. in some of your past podcasts about uh, being the bridge to this higher awareness and um, kind of creating the um, expanded heart, the open heart, finding the win-wins um, to be the one that ushers in peace. Yes, definitely. And I feel like, I'm glad, thank you for explaining that. Yes, uh, I definitely feel the calling that my journey to be on, some might see it as different spec ends of the spectrum from mm -hmm. the survival, you know, the uh, warrior law enforcement to the spirituality, uh, love, peace, light aspect. And, and the benefit that I see from that, I'm sure many see through their own journey and struggles is that's what gives you the perspective mm -hmm. and the relatability and the empathy and compassion for what some may be going through. And what I've been aware of, if I sit back and watch a lot of the conflicts that go on in the world today, is I see, I'm able to see the projections that are, that are occurring on both sides and the lack of empathy, that's an understanding and the need to be right or to justify or defend a stance. Mm -hmm. And it's my opinion that as long as we're vibrating and, and operating in that space, there's not, we're going to continue to play the, the same game that's been going on for centuries with war and who's right. And, and you did me wrong. So I do you wrong. And, and I think there's an opportunity today with the elevation of our consciousness is to become more aware of the projections that are going on with us right now. And I, I don't see a better time than right now than to really, we're forced to look at the mirror. <laughs> it's so close to us right now of the way that we're getting triggered and upset and frustrated and, and literally in many ways doing the very thing in which we claim to stand against. And <clears throat> when I, to, to speak on the diplomat aspect that you were bringing up, I think the opportunity that I have with relating to both sides is to bring them together by seeing that the root of their frustration and upset is they're, they're wanting the same thing. Mm. Same thing is going on. It's just from a different perspective. And I, and I, I really relate to, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, they had that dress that came out. I had a photo of a dress on the internet that was black and blue. And, and you either saw it in black and blue or you saw it as white and gold. Yes. And it was like, do you remember that? Okay. I do. I remember. <laughs> I, what, what color did you see it? It changed. Do you remember? Yeah. It changed for me too. Me too. I thought it, I thought it was one. It was so clearly that my husband saw it as something else. And we got them like, what are you talking about? Are you in crack? And then like, I looked at it again. I was like, wait a minute. What just happened? <laughs> right. Which is, which is. Because those are so extreme, like, right? I mean, I can understand if you're like, I, I saw it slightly, maybe saw purple or something. Uh, but to see it as white and gold, I, I thought for sure, there's no way people are making this up. I was so convinced on my perspective of seeing it as black and blue. I mean, there's just no way, right? How could it be possibly be white and gold? <laughs> and then... Um, 
I remember uh, going to send it to a friend and, and I, uh, so I pulled it up online and I pulled it up and it was white and gold. And I go, Oh my God. So of course I'm like, it must be a different photo. <laughs> you know. So I went back into my messages and I pulled up the same one that I received that I saw black and gold. And I'm looking at it and it's white and gold. Uh-huh. Going, You've got to be kidding well, me. I'm so confused. <laughs> I was in the same, right. It wasn't different lighting. I was in the exact same place and I'm looking at it. So anyway, the point being is, is, perspective is such a great example in a simplistic way of how we can be so convinced and entrenched uh, entrenched in our perspective, which we think is a fact, not a perspective, and battling to defend not being wrong. Mm -hmm. And so there's an opportunity to, if we can elevate ourselves to be more of an observer and more curious of what's going on, what somebody's experiencing, what they're going through. And then at the root of that, and we support people as, as you do as well, is like getting to the root of where that's coming from. And I can assure you that at the root of that, it's, it's people, uh, you know, getting triggered from their fear of, of innocent lives being taken, of, um, of just wanting to be loved, of whatever these root things are, are really where most of us are coming from, but we're not seeing that. We're just seeing the white and gold dress or the blue and purple, I mean, the black and blue dress. Yes. But if we can, we're willing to look behind the veil, we'll see, you know, and then it doesn't mean that we're going to agree on it, but at least it can remove the upset and the anger and the Mm -hmm. the confusion. And then the assumption it's, it's coming from uh, um, something evil which I don't really think is the root for the most of us. You're so right. You know, we can get so distracted by the out there and sitting in that same classroom with doctors, Ron and Mary, when they would say, you're not upset for the reason you think you are. Your upset isn't out there. And anytime you say I'm upset because you're giving your power away and you're a victim, I'm like, what are you talking about? And the, you know, they um, ended up teaching me and now I get it. The upset's inside of ourselves. The stuff in the world is just triggering the internal upset. So that's the place to go is inside. It's like, what's coming up for me? What's beneath this? And as I dug deeper and deeper, it was about, um, I didn't believe I was loved. So I was trying to do and prove and earn and um, it was going about it all wrong. And I think that's a very human thing to do. I think that's a lot of what's happening with people. They, on some level, don't just simply understand and know how exquisite and wonderful and perfect they are. Because once we do, we can simply relax and watch the insanity of the planet without getting provoked or hooked into or start and and continue to be a part of the problem. And what's beautiful about that approach and perspective is that it comes from a place of empowerment. Mm. Right. So instead of being a victim Mm -hmm. of my circumstances, it allows me, again, we're not talking, just like I mentioned before, what are you saying? It's okay. You know, no, no, we're not talking about it's okay. What's going on. We're not talking about condoning it. We're not talking about detaching from it. We're not talking about creating change where it's none of that. It's just understanding that that upset, that that closing of the heart instead of the opening of the heart, the loving, mm-hmm. the, the empathy. Yes. So we're also not talking about sympathy. We're not talking right. about, you see, sympathy would go more into the realm of condoning or enabling or, or no, we're talking about empathy. We're understanding 
if I was a soul that came in to have that human experience, what circumstances, situations, and conditions must have occurred in my life to equal that result? Absolutely. And it, right. So it, it's such a place. So when I, so now when, when I, because hey, I'm not immune from it, I'm human, and I, in my own worries about life and innocent life, it, you know, it gets triggered. But when I'm aware, I become consciously aware that I'm getting caught up in my own upset or frustration. I get to shift that and go, oh, how beautiful. Like these external events are shining a light, a spotlight on an aspect of me that's buying into some sort of judgment, fear. And then it allows me to shift that, okay, and then explore what is going on inside of me. How am I relating to it? What is the meanings of the stories that I'm attached into that? And then I get to explore, is that necessarily true or not? And then, so at least if I can, and I went the way, I don't know how you are, but for me, I go, if I can just get myself to the place of maybe, maybe not, then that's yes. beautiful because yes. I'm no longer stuck in it being a fact. <laughs> yeah. I, and when, when I, what I would do is just, like, I don't, I just don't know what's going on here. You know, I just mm. don't know. You know, it's easy to have compassion for the victim, but it's not as easy to have compassion and empathy for the perpetrator. But when you get that higher perspective you know, what you're talking about, Danny, we just don't know. We don't know what those souls contracted to learn or experience or the parts or the roles they've agreed to participate in in one another's lives. If we can just sit back and observe in equanimity and empathy, first of all, we feel better. And I, I believe also we're bringing healing and light to the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love what you brought up when that you brought that up because so often when we're talking about, oh, we need more empathy, it, it's empathy from the aspect of who we perceive to be the victim in the situation. Yeah, but if we're really victim. calling for empathy, mm -hmm. that's right. Empathy is for all parties involved. All concerned. The yeah. <clears throat> and um, I don't know how into sports you are, but it reminds me of uh, there was Adrian Peterson, a running back for the Minnesota Vikings at the time. And he, he's been, a, you know, just a all around class guy in the NFL. And for many, many years, hard worker, quiet, does his job. And then a few years ago, he got in trouble for beating his child with a, with a switch or something like mm -hmm. that. And they wanted to take, and everybody was so enraged and had so much upset and hatred to him and it made me think like wow this guy is such a great man on so many levels like what is going on in here and and through a place of empathy what, what i found interesting is so many people had empathy obviously for the child and wanting to protect the child and wanting to take the child away however they had such judgment and anger towards adrian pearson but if you were to have looked at his life, because when he was growing up, that was what was being done to him. He and it, it gave so him a sense of, right. And he gave him, the way he related to it, gave him a sense of discipline and, and, and from falling in the wrong direction. And it got him through the challenges that were in his life to become the man he was. So really out of love for his child, he's doing this action, right? And then we're not here to determine whether that's right or wrong with the point that I, that I wanted to get to, because obviously cause and effect, we live in a world. So, hey, if that's against the law, then there's an effect for that. So there's the cause and effect. 
But more importantly, what I think what people were missing is here they're having such empathy, empathy and compassion for this child. But what they're not recognizing is Adrian Peterson is that child. Wow. He's just growing up. He's yeah. saying, so we're having empathy here, but absolutely none here. Where's, where's the compassion and love? Yeah. Well, and that's something my teacher said that our teacher said, we're all doing the very best we can given our level of consciousness. And that can take a lot of the um, steam out of our anger, which is definitely a more empowered way of um, living. So, Danny, I can't believe this. We are at the end of our time together. But I'm incredibly grateful. You said yes to another show next week. So I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation with you, Danny, about uh, just raising in our consciousness and expanding in our hearts and bringing light to the world. So thank you to my listeners for hanging out with us. Be sure to come back and hang out with us again next week. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. 